0: Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane, the national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we are lucky to have a very special guest, Mr. Stacy Blackwood, co-host of the podcast, Tide Talk Podcast, found at tidetalksports.com that's t-i-d-e-t-a-l-k-s-p-o-r-t-s.com or on twitter at twitter handle at tidetalksports t-i-d-e-t-a-l-k-s-p-o-r-t-s now stacy your podcast is dedicated to giving the audience coverage on all things bama your source for all things alabama athletics and i am honored to have you as my guest Tell me a little bit about your podcast, Stacy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. First of all, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, you do a great job of uh, giving college football fans uh, a uh, microscope kind of into the history of college football, and I think that's great. I don't think history is taught enough in anything in life, so it's great that somebody has put out a podcast covering the history of, of college football. But on our podcast, we uh, – first decided to do a podcast where we were going to cover all sports and then we kind of switched about I don't know three or four months into it and saw that most of our content was uh, Alabama related so we decided hey let's just switch to total Alabama content and uh, we'll just uh, go from there and cover Alabama athletics as much as we can and you know it it kind of took off from there and uh, it's just been a It's been a heck of a ride for us. It's been a lot of fun. Fantastic. Good stuff. Thank you.
0: Your podcast is dedicated to all things Bama, like you mentioned. See, my podcast is dedicated to discussing the history of college football that you alluded to. So as we often dedicate a podcast to the football history of a particular school, and back on episode six, we discussed the college football history of the Alabama Crimson Tide, I'm very much interested on in getting your take on a number of items surrounding the Crimson Tide football program. Now let's start with the coaches. First, the two iconic coaches, Paul Bear Bryant and Nick Saban. In my best coach segment of our podcast, we discussed and compared the two coaches and then gave the nod to Coach Bryant. I have a couple of questions for you here. First, the general one, how
1: would you compare the two coaches? that's such a tough question simply because of the uh different errors that that each of them have coached of course Bryant was able to coach with with a lot more scholarships Nick Saban has the 85 limit on scholarships so that's something that's different but there's you know culture is different now but the, the the similarities is is obvious it's their leadership both coaches lead not just the, just the football team, but the entire program. It, it's, more, it's run more like an organization than, than it is a college football team. So just their, uh, their similarities in leadership. Obviously, they, they both knew X's and O's. And then, then motivation. Motivation is huge. I mean, it, it's hard for these. I mean, we, we forget it sometimes that these are 17-, 18-, 19-year-old kids that are playing this game. And it's hard to stay motiv- motivated all the time when you're on a college campus and, you know, there's girls and parties and all the other fun stuff. And uh, so motivation is, is key. And, and I'm not sure that there's been a better motivator than, than Bear Bryant. You can go back and listen to some of his speeches and the way he was able to articulate his things to his players. And uh, so motivation, and it, it's so hard to compare, though, because like I mentioned, the, the errors are so different. And uh, they kind of have their own style, but uh, Alabama's obviously fortunate to be able to, to have both Bear Bryant and Nick Saban as, as their head coaches.
0: A Great comprehensive area. Very insightful. Thank you. I appreciate that. Can you speak to how this current generation at the University of Alabama views such a comparison? Are they recognizing these
1: differences and similarities, do you think? What's their take? Yeah, I, I think as a – in general, Alabama fans really don't want to try to compare them simply because the the older generation obviously tends to, to lean towards thinking Bear Bryant is the best coach. Uh, people in my generation, I'm, I'm in my early 30s, lean towards Coach Saban being the best coach. So we really don't compare them too often. It's uh, We, we, we kind of just uh, let the other people talk about that and just kind of agree that Alabama probably has the two greatest college football coaches of all time at two different eras. So it's uh, we're, we're pretty happy that, that uh, other people can compare it and we just kind of let everybody else do that. A phenomenal way of phrasing it. Very, very good. Thank you. Uh, Coach Bum
0: Phillips once said of Bear Bryant, and I'm paraphrasing here, he can beat your, or he can take his team and beat yours, and he can take your team and beat his. In your estimation, do you think Nick Saban has such a quality?
1: Well, that, that's a fantastic question. That, that's a great quote. Uh, I think probably so uh, in, in most in most cases. Now, I think we do need to remember, especially probably even more in today's time with the way. Uh, you know, offenses are run, ran and the way defenses are ran. It's a much more complex game than, than what it was back in the day. So you really have to have some, some athletes. But I do think with, with Saban's leadership and his ability to motivate his team, that he could probably take most other teams and, and beat, <laughs> beat your team. So uh, I, I, would, I would probably agree that, or I would probably say that Saban could, has that quality as well. Yeah, I, and I and just just kind of to add to that, I think that's kind of what separates Bear Bryant and Nick Saban from the other coaches in the history of this game. And there's obviously been a bunch of great coaches: Bobby Bowden, Joe Paterno. Uh, there, there's, I mean, the list goes on and on. But I think when you talk about you know the elite of the elite, Nick Saban, Bear Bryant, you you really see that it it is it does have to do with the type of players that they have. But they are just such excellent leaders that. Uh, they could probably do it anywhere.
0: <laughs> That's absolutely, absolutely my thoughts as well. Whenever you hear a conversation concerning the greatest coaches of all time, it does seem to always come back to those two are in those conversations. Yes. Moving yes. on to teams, next, the best Alabama team. We on our podcast compared the 1966 11 0 and 0 team to the 1979 11 0 team. And our podcast gave the nod to the 1966 team. My question to you is, under Nick Saban's reign,
1: in your estimation, which was his best team? Wow, that that is such a tough question. Uh, It's it's crazy to think, I heard yesterday that since 2008, Alabama has been in the national championship hunt on Thanksgiving weekend every single season, except for one. And that was in 2010. So it's so hard to pick a team. Uh, I would probably I'm going to go with the 2011 team. They they won, They're probably not the most talented team. That is that's the team. If you remember, they lost to LSU in the game of the century in Bryant Denny Stadium, nine to six in overtime, and then went on to face LSU again in the BCS National Championship game and beat them twenty one to nothing. Uh, on that team, all 22 of the players on that defense started at some point in the NFL, uh, and, and the offense was just a jugger. You know, they, they're not like the offenses today, throwing the ball around. Had guys like Trent Richardson and Eddie Lacy in the backfield. A.J. McCarron was just a red redshirt sophomore that season, so he was kind of coming into his own. But that was just a phenomenal team. And, uh, you know, I, I would kind of give a nod to the team that didn't win the national title. They lost it on, on the last second to Clemson and Deshaun Watson. I'm trying to think if that – I think that was the 2016-2017 team or maybe the 2017-2018 team. I, I kind of get them mixed up. But that team was really special. On that defensive line, you had Jonathan Allen, Dalvin Tomlinson, Deron Payne. You had Minka Fitzpatrick, Reggie Raglan, Reuben Foster. That team was just loaded. So uh, – they didn't win a title. So it's hard to pick them as the best team. So I would go with that 2011 team, but uh, there's a lot to choose from. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, I remember that like it was yesterday. Can I believe
0: it was nine years ago. Yeah. That team was loaded. How do you think this current version of the Crimson Tide this year's team holds up in your
1: eyes to Nick Saban's past teams? Wow. Another great question. And, you know, it has a bunch of variables because first of all, the game is so much different just in the short time that, that Saban has been at Alabama. Uh, you know, the 2011 team, like I mentioned, it was not a juggernaut offense. It was a lot of single back and I formation. And now, uh, Mac Jones is throwing it for 350 yards a game and we're spreading it to all these first round wide receivers. And so that part of the game is different, but defensively is where the, the difference is, uh, Saban has kind of built this dynasty or this team, this program on defense and the defense is not quite like it used to be. And I think a lot of that has to do with the way offenses is played now. Of course, all the rules are, are geared toward the offensive team now. So uh, defense is kind of having to take a backseat to that, but I, I would say this year's team so far, it, I mean, it looks to, to be up there with some of those teams that I think they, have a chance to win the national championship. Obviously a long way to go. Uh, They have a bye this week before they head to Death Valley to face LSU, of course, one of their losses from last year. So I'm sure that's, you know, in the back of Nick Saban's mind and that team. But I I think this team is really good. I I think they can get better. And I I don't think that we've seen the best that this team can be because I believe the defense is progressing each week. And of course we know what this offense is capable of with, with Mac Jones, Najee Harris, Devontae Smith and all those weapons on the offense
0: what a comprehensive answer thank you so much and for those of you listening we recorded this segment on November 5th that was airing Iron Bowl weekend let's move on to the Alabama games for the games themselves if you had to pick the three best Alabama football games you ever watched
1: what would they be okay I'm going to go back to the first one my, it's my favorite game ever 1999, October 2nd, 1999, it was my 10th birthday. Alabama was playing uh, in the swamp against the Florida Gators. Uh, Sean Alexander, my favorite Alabama football player of all time, scores a touchdown in overtime uh, to uh, tie the game after Florida had scored and missed an extra point. (laughs) And then Alabama kicks the extra point, but we get called for a false start. And we kick it again and make the extra point, so we win that game in overtime in 1999. That that that's kind of the moment that I fell in love with Alabama football at 10 years old. And then you go you go back, yeah. Then you go back to the 2012 SEC championship game uh, between Alabama and Georgia. That fantastic. That's that, that's a fantastic football game, back and forth. Of course, you know AJ McCarron against Aaron Murray, and that was just a fantastic game. Amari Cooper catches that long touchdown pass from A.J. McCarron to to seal the win for Alabama before they go and play Notre Dame in the BCS National Championship game. And then I would probably go uh, the 2018 National Championship game when the second and 26 when Tua comes in in the second half against Georgia and and leads Alabama to victory uh, for the National Championship. Of course, that, you know, unbelievable play on second and 26 to Devontae Smith for a touchdown. I guess those are probably my three favorite games. I'm sure there's there's great games that happened well before my time, but those are the three games that really stick out to me. Oh, fabulous, fabulous. Yeah, no one will ever
0: forget that game, though. I hate to ask this, but do you have a least favorite Alabama
1: game? Oh, uh, most, definitely, uh, <laughs> most definitely the <laughs> kick six. Most definitely the kick six. And for obvious reasons, uh, Alabama was on their way to – Uh, If they win that game, they will play in the SEC championship game. They would probably would have won that game, and then they would have went on to play in the third straight BCS national championship game and would have had a great shot at three-peating. So that's that's obviously the game that that I do not like. (laughs)
0: I'll tell you a funny story about that game. That weekend, my son and I went to Michigan. I wanted to always go to the big house and see Michigan, Ohio State. So we watched that game. That was the day the kick six. And as we're getting into the cab, we're in a pizza joint after the game. We're watching Alabama line up for the field goal that you just alluded to, with the field goal attempt. And the Uber comes, so we go ahead and grab the pizza. And the ball's in the air long story short when we get to the hotel everybody's talking about the most incredible game now mind you we're in Michigan that they'd ever Uh, seen and I'm thinking they're talking about Michigan Ohio State it was a great game but I had no idea why they were just talking about it in the lobby so we get up to our room put on the
1: tv and we go oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was it really and it was really an unbelievable play and uh Obviously, I'm sure Auburn fans uh, will never forget it, <laughs> and, and we haven't forgot it either. <laughs> I think every college football game fan will never forget it. Right. So, since
0: we're talking about the Iron Bowl, um, can you speak to the emotions involved in this rivalry between Alabama
1: and Auburn? Yeah, it, it's really unique, and and probably most most fan bases really can't understand it. Alabama's obviously a very small state. You know, roughly five million people live in the state, and. Pretty much from, from birth, you're either going to be an Alabama fan or an Auburn fan, and uh, so you have to make that choice. And it's, a, it's an everyday thing. It's 365 days a year. It truly is. You're talking about last year's game or the game that's fisting to happen. It's, uh, it really is unique, and, and I think a lot of it has to do with, with just how small the state of Alabama is, and there's no pro teams here, no pro sports whatsoever. So it's really is just Alabama or Auburn. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of family members that are Auburn fans and my uncle graduated from Auburn. So it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's just really is kind of like, we're, it's, it's kind of weird. We're like a, we're like a family together except uh, when we're talking about Alabama and Auburn. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. So, so does your podcast get Auburn listeners? Uh, yeah, we, we have a few Auburn listeners. I have, several friends that are, that are Auburn friend, or Auburn, uh, excuse me, fans. And, uh, so they, uh, they, they listen and, you know, it's kind of, you know, the, the saying, uh, (laughs) uh, something about, uh, know, know your, know your friends, but know your enemies better. So, uh, (laughs) so I think it's important that you kind of keep up with the other team. So you kind of know what you're, what you're going to be dealing with when that iron ball comes around. (laughs) I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, most memorable play
0: on our podcast. We gave the nod of the most memorable play in Crimson Tide football history to Ken Stabler's 47-yard run in the mud with 11 minutes left to play that led Alabama to a 7-3 to victory over Auburn. December 2nd, 1967, and unfortunately I'm old enough where I just started watching. I was eight years old then, that game. <laughs> what is your most memorable play or plays that you've witnessed while watching Crimson Tide
1: football? That, 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 that is a very mem- memorable play. And uh, actually there's a, there's a video that, that Alabama plays pregame every week. And it's, it's kind of honoring all the legends of Alabama history. And that's, that's one of the, the plays that is, that is played during that video. So that's, that's one that, that goes down in Alabama history uh, you think about, obviously, second in 2026, 20, two is passed to Devontae Smith, sure, uh, sure. and I'm, I'm going to go back. I, I'm not sure if you remember Tyrone Prothro's catch in the early 2000s against Southern Miss. I was actually at that game no, in I'm the kidding. end zone where he made that catch, so that really stands out to me, just one of the most incredible catches ever. Uh, obviously, that team wasn't very elite or anything, so it wasn't as big a catch as far as the what it meant for the season but just far as a, a memorable play that sticks out to me but there there's been a lot of you know Derek Thomas he used to he used to own SEC teams when he was uh, a rusher on the outside uh, for Alabama just a lot of mem- memorable plays in Alabama history uh it I'm really fortunate to be an Alabama fan so uh there's a lot of plays that uh that stick out and I really can't recall all of them. So many to choose from. I can't believe right. you were seated in the end
0: zone side of this field when that catch. Oh that,
1: that, that was unbelievable. That that really was. It's hard. It, it it's one of those plays like you you know you just saw it happen, but you're you're sitting there thinking, did that really just happen? <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Crimson tide players.
0: When we did our podcast on the Crimson Tide, we had a difficult time deciding on the best Alabama player. There are so many in their rich history. Don Hudson, Johnny Mack, Kenny the Snake Stabler, Joe Namath, Leroy Jordan, John Hanna, Derek Thomas, Mark Ingram, Derek Henry, more recently Tua Viola How's my pronunciation there? They just- That was very good. Oh, thank you. to <laughs> end. <laughs> we gave our nod to Don Hudson. He was just kind of a Trendsetter. He did things that no one had done before. In, in, in your opinion, here's my question. In your opinion, who is the best Alabama player that you've ever actually seen
1: play, be it on TV or live? Okay, yeah. Well, first of all, I think giving the nod to Don Hudson is fantastic. My, my dad taught me at a very young age what Don Hudson done at Alabama and in his career was something that had never been witnessed before, so... Exactly. Uh, Right. So I, I'm glad that you you, you remembered what Don Hutson did, when he was in college and in his career. But as far as me personally, I would probably have to go with Tua Tonga Valoa. Mm. Uh, he has been the most. He was the most electric quarterback that album has had. Uh, he he made it look so easy. He was unfortunately he was kind of injury riddled and was never able to really complete a season at Alabama, uh, or his records would just be you know probably. Uh, unbreakable but uh Tua is probably the, the best player that, that I've seen at Alabama but you know I, I, it's, I've it's i been fortunate you know you talk about Julio Jones oh, maybe yeah. he didn't yeah. put up big numbers at Alabama but you talk about a fantastic football player he's uh he's up there as well and you mentioned Mark Ingram and, and Derrick Henry uh, th- there's there's been several just in the past decade but I would probably give the nod to Tua
0: yeah oh absolutely probably half of the Players I mentioned were from the past decade, which is very rare, especially with an elite <laughs> program like Alabama. Right. Can I ask you a broader question? The best
1: college football player that you've ever seen play live or on TV? Oh, I, this is going to surprise you. I almost guarantee it. It's Darren McFadden. No kidding. Yeah. Darren McFadden from Arkansas, and, and and here's here's the one of the reasons why. You know, he would never really played for around other elite players. I mean, he didn't have the type of offensive line that, that players like at Alabama have or, or other big-time programs. But, but Darren McFadden dominated the SEC uh, while he was at Arkansas, and uh, he, he was one of my favorite players to, to ever watch. And I, I've, I've said it ever since he was at Arkansas that he's the best college running back that, that, I've, that I've seen and uh really wow yes yes i i i don't think he gets the credit that he deserves for being the type of player that he was just did here that's fantastic stuff have you ever met big al the elephant (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah i've 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 met him a few times (laughs) (laughs) how big is big al uh bigger than you bigger than me (laughs) bigger (laughs) than me well
0: thank you mr blackwood thank you stacy you've been a phenomenal guest Again, Mr. I,
1: oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to tell you, I appreciate what you're doing here with the with the history of college football podcast. And uh, I appreciate you having me on. It's, it's, it's been a lot of fun to talk about Alabama's great history and, and share it with your audience. And and I hope that more people will tune into your podcast. Oh,
0: I appreciate you saying that. And I appreciate the insight that you've given all of us. Very, very good stuff. Mr. Stacy Blackhost is co-host of the podcast, Tide Talk Podcast, found at Tide Talk Sports, that's dot or on Twitter at Twitter handle at Tide Talk Sports. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.